you never want to make a serious life change your career move in an emotional state. You know, um, I always say to my candidates I work with, the time to make a job move is not when you're in like on a house on fire, like ready to like jump ship. I know it sounds really crazy, but sometimes the best way to make a move is when you're on top, when you're high flying, when you're doing and feeling your best. And it's so incredible how sometimes like a call comes in or a contact or someone comes into your space and you have this incredible conversation for something you maybe never even knew was possible. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. We have another amazing guest on today, Megan Houle, who is a one-stop shop for all things careers and personal development. She's an ACC accredited professional career and business master coach, host of the Pivot with Purpose podcast, creator of the Megan Houle Method coaching platform. And as a senior executive recruiter, Megan is engaged with some of the top global brands in the luxury retail space and is an expert at finding talent to fill retail, corporate, and wholesale positions across all of North America. Megan established her career in business coaching platform as another option to work with should you be looking to navigate a meaningful career pivot or build strategic hiring plans for business owners. In our podcast, Pivot with Purpose, Megan shares inspirational stories of incredible humans who pivoted their lives or careers to align living with more purpose and joy, sharing with listeners how they can do the same. I love all of this. Welcome, Megan. I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. I am beyond happy and excited that we've become, you know, friends in each other's universes now. So thank you yes. <laughs> for taking me on the podcast. And a little background, Megan and I actually met through Be Well Fest this year, wow. which is just like such a testament of how impactful these events can be with like just meeting other incredible women. So I'm so happy that you were there and that we were able to connect and now be friends and be in each other's worlds. And I know that you have so much amazing experience and so much to offer. So I'm really just excited for you to share all of your magic on today's episode. Before we dive into that, from reading your bio, <laughs> you obviously like do so many- It's a mouthful, sorry. <laughs> What's that? No, no, it's not at all. It's amazing. It's like jam packed full of goodness. And um, you do so many things like between coaching, between your executive career, like recruiting career and your podcast, like you have so many good things going on. I would love to hear how you got into this work and what your journey's been into this work. Just a little like background and who really is Megan Houle and what excites you about your work, all the good stuff there. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for that. And I know I often get asked like, how many jobs do you have, Megan? I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, you know, when you're working one job that aligns truly for you, which you know, is, is that, and in all the things that you do too, it's okay to have a couple of side hustles. I feel like all of us in these days do or diversifiers, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, first and foremost to my core, I have been truly in like a service leadership role my entire career, um, kind of thrusted early on in the retail space, wherein, you know, kind of went to college, maybe like everybody and was like, I have no idea what I want to do. <laughs> no idea. I thought at first, I'm like, let me get into nutrition. No, too much science, <laughs> too much chemistry. I'm just kidding. I'm like, I could do it. But I was like, whoa, it's a lot of chemistry classes. Maybe not. And then um, wanted to pivot into communications where I'm like, I'm going to be on the news. And someone's like, you don't really have a face for TV. I'm like, oh, thanks. Bye. What does that mean? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, thanks. I'm a radio girl. Hands on. Oh, now. So I know. People are crazy evil. This yeah. is like late. Late nineties, you can say whatever you want. Oh yeah. Still holds true to this day, but people were a little different back then. And then, you know, from there really found my stride coming into a service facing where, you know, you just love working with people, love to be a part of teams and, you know, really make a difference. So landed in some retail positions where I was like a mall rat back in the day. And um, I don't know, I I made, I felt like I made it really big when I stepped into my first like total random, but it was like my first store manager job at Contempo Casual, aka Wet Seal anybody remembers. Um, I felt like I made it because back in the day, one of my favorite movies is Clueless. Loki almost had like a crazy fangirl moment as in West Hollywood at Barry's. I want to work you out next to Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> and I tried like in West Hollywood, you're blackballed. If you go nuts, when you see celebrities, like nobody has time for that. So it's a funny joke between my husband and I. I'm like, I can't tell him when I see someone famous. Cause he will go right up and be like, Hey, you. So I'm like, I made it. But in that movie in Clueless, they reference Contempo Casual. And I was like, yes, I I work there. (laughs) Um, But from there, you know, just really grew my career in retail, working really my way up into some really prestigious brands landed at Louis Vuitton. So from Contempo Casual to Louis, uh, you know, huge pivots there, but incredible experience. And I ran the big store here in Boston um, as a leader of all other goods. So that was like 80% of our business, as you can imagine. And, um, you know, just felt a higher calling. I think that in all my strategic pivots, definitely for me, it's like, okay, what's next? What's next? I want to do more. And um, within LVMH, unfortunately, I was just not set up to be able to move to New York. So I actually got in touch with a recruitment firm that wound up actually bringing me to Louis Vuitton. And I joined their team 10 years ago, it's been 10 years, um, in an executive recruitment function where I know as you introed, yes, I work with now all kinds of brands, luxury, specialty, retail, corporate wholesale positions all across North America. So we get to work with the big global giants, two small startups and everything in between. We have fashion brands, beauty, wellness, fitness, home and design, you name it. So it's really fun. Now I feel like I have friends all across the country, which I do, and um, placing people, especially in store positions, you know, you can walk up and down Rodeo Drive or obviously be here in Boston or New York. And I'm like, Hey, I know that person. I have to go in and say hi. And it's just so rewarding to see someone that you've placed that is doing so well and give them a big hug and meet them in person, which I know, unfortunately, I haven't quite been able to do over the past two years, but that's really kind of where 
my pivot in, you know, kind of starting in a, an industry that really made sense for me, but then, you know, growing beyond and knowing I wanted to work on the talent side and kind of got a little burnt out from being in stores. I give service front facing people a ton of credit. I mean, especially for the past couple of years, wearing masks and all the things, it's not an easy job in general retail. It's 365. You know, I mean, there's just like fitness two days a year we're closed <laughs> really now because Thanksgiving people aren't even closed anymore. Um, so yeah, that's sort of where I started and, and now um, diversifying my offering in the pandemic. I'm doing business and career coaching as well, because why not? I've been career coaching for the past 10 years right. and um, getting certified was important to me to really learn the foundational trainings. So ACC accredited through the World Coaching Institute and the ICF, which is the gold standard, all different ways that you can work with me now. And the podcast, which we share stories just like you. So that's a little bit of my my journey. I love it. Show. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. It's so good. And I love all of the pivots. And especially during COVID, I think this was um, something that a lot of people did was like learn how to layer in. And I, as you probably know, and as you are also like so obsessed with the coaching industry in general, um, because it really is such an amazing way to di diversify your offerings, whether you want to be a coach full time or whether you want to bring in an income really based on your unique, like, like you said, you've been doing this for 10 years. It's so natural for you to have your own business where you do a career coaching and, um, you offer that. So I love that so many more people are kind of waking up to that and realizing that and pivoting a little bit into the coaching industry. It's definitely my favorite industry. Um, I and I feel like too, not sure, but it, there's so much more of a need. I think that people really see coaching as a tangible investment mm -hmm. more so now than ever. Right. I mean, just like you, we're not like a product based brand. Yeah. <laughs> we give you something that is all about personal development mm. that absolutely does not offer instant gratification and takes a lot of work. Yes. So, you know, I think it's challenging out there in a sea of like lots of coaches and everybody doing X, Y, and Z to like really find the right partners to work Mm. together with. So I feel like it all just comes through credibility and having this coaching offering now is just a great diversifier for people who maybe want to come to me and work with me as a recruiter. And maybe I'm not in your industry. You know, I coach people who are in, you know, finance, um, family owned businesses that are like wanting to get into something corporate real estate, um, you know, all different types of people, which right. has been really great. So it's like kind of expanding my network too. And that's exciting. You know, yes, yeah. so exciting. I love yeah. that. So talking about pivots, cause that's obviously such a huge part of your brand of your journey kind of layering on and pivoting into these different careers and, and adding on or not even necessarily careers. Like they're all pretty aligned, but, as far as pivoting, I think this is something that what I see can come up with people is if something isn't going exactly how they want it to in the timeline that they think it should, then there's this tendency to be like, okay, well, let me just pivot and try something new or scratch that and start something brand new. And I personally feel like that can bring people to running into troubles of like not giving it enough time. So what is your opinion on how someone is ready, like how to know if you should pivot or if you should more so like stick it out or if you're pivoting to kind of like escape? Um, what is your take on that? Yeah, I mean, to kind of make a point to your last statement, you never want to make a serious 
life change or career move in an emotional state. You know, um, I always say to my candidates I work with, the time to make a job move is not when you're in like on a house on fire, like ready to like jump ship. I know it sounds really crazy, but sometimes the best way to make a move is when you're on top, when you're high flying, when you're doing and feeling your best. And it's so incredible how sometimes like a call comes in or a contact or someone comes into your space and you have this incredible conversation for something you maybe never even knew was possible. Mm. And there's your sign. The best way to really start a pivot is to first like ask yourself, why? Why do I want to make this move? You know, what am I doing right now that's maybe not serving me or not feeling in alignment? I think from a job point of view, listen, we've been through a lot in the past two years, right? No one's denying that especially with us having time to really sit at home and think about what is important, what we want to be doing, what we don't want to be doing. Hence the great reshuffling slash great resignation where I think a lot of people went deep and they're like, I'm not going to do this anymore. If you're working in a toxic corporate environment, if maybe your flexibility in life changes have shifted where you need to be home more and, you know, people pulling people back to the office full time. So, or you see those solopreneurs and I think some businesses crushed it in 2020, 2020. I, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And it's still like there's inequitability in all the, our different places and industries. But um, for those people that were really, really struggling and followed and laid off, then, you know, there are other businesses that really took off. And I think for the fitness industry and otherwise, like to see how fast people pivoted to online on demand. Yeah. And now we're coming back in person, but like still having this diversifying offering. So if you're sitting with yourself and you're saying like, okay, what is next? The best exercises you can do is really sit down. And like I said, flush out your why, you know, what are you doing now that you love? What are you doing that you don't like? And, you know, really trying to find those people where in, um, if you're saying like, okay, this could seem like a great job for me, or this could seem like a great move, find somebody right now that's doing the same and ask them for a conversation. Um, you know, ask them to tell them about how they got there. I always say that the path best led to what you desire is by someone who has been there, right? Not to get sports into you, but think about Tom Brady. Tampa Bay didn't hire Tom Brady because he didn't win Super Bowls. And look Mm -hmm. what Tampa Bay won. So, you know, my, my New England Patriot analysis, you know, like don't nobody throwing tomatoes at this uh, podcast, but you know, it's just an example. And honestly, I think that was said like during the Tampa Bay Super Bowl speech of like, yeah, we know we brought somebody on who's been there. So I think it's pretty powerful when you talk to somebody who's done it and know that pivots, purposeful pivots. So when I started pivoting myself in coaching, you know, this was 2020 where maybe I had a little extra time where I did a 16 week masterclass, you know, in the middle of the day at night, up late, you know, still working full time, like grinding it out. As you can imagine the retail jobs, it was really tough. You know, um, budgets were cut. We're an extra budget as an agency. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I never want to feel this way. I never want to be in this situation ever again. So adding a diversifier to myself of like, okay, I have this other option, you know, where it's not a side hustle. I think it's more of just another option. Um, but there are definitely days where I'm like, it's a lot. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. It's too much work. You know, so in a pandemic, like you feel like you're isolated, so many emotions going on, laying on the floor, crying, like, I can't do this. Yeah. Your why has to be strong enough to get you through nothing in making like a major pivot or life change that is worth it is going to come easy. You have to commit to yourself 
to your why of this, this is why I'm doing this. This is for me. And, you know, I, I would really caution not to be the person with like a million tabs open and like, you know, you're, we're not something to like everyone. I think also like really getting clear on what you want to do, who you want to be, who are you being in this pivot, who are you serving maybe in this pivot and just getting a clarity and alignment because if you're why and all of those things are lining up really strong for you, you're going to, you're going to keep going. And there's another great quote that is all, I think it's Jasmine Starr, but it's, you can rest, you know, if something feels heavy, if you're sitting in overwhelm. And it's a lot, you know, as you pivot, whether you're building your own personal brand or trying to figure out your next career move, flushing out why, what that looks like, but don't quit, you know, rest, but mm. don't quit. Give yourself a moment. Every day is not going to feel amazing, but instead of keeping a thousand tabs open in your head of like, okay, this isn't working. Maybe I'll try this. This isn't working. Maybe I'll try this. It's just going to lead to more frustration and overwhelm. So why clarity alignment find like a really great community network of mentors, of like a space that you want to be in and ask for conversations and start, start making friends in some yeah. of those spaces. So I hope that resonates, but you know, it's been a journey of mine. I've been on for the past couple of years and still struggle as you know, you know, having lots of irons in the fire, mm. but when you really want something bad enough, you're gonna make it happen. And there's so many, there's so many good points in there that I could like spin off into a million different conversations. I love the point, And this is so true, like clarity alignment, your why direction, all of those things are really the foundations. And this is really what you return to again and again at any stage of your entrepreneurial journey, of your business journey, of your life journey. These things are so important. So I find that it can be common for people to be like, no, 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 I got that down. Let me focus on the strategy. Give me the next thing. Give me the next quick win. Give me the next strategic move to get further. And it's like you, none of the strategy in the world is going to help you if you don't have these foundations. It's, I mean, not to plug Soul Revival, but that's like after years of coaching, why I created a personal development program from yeah. all of that is because that's like the foundation and the roots of what creates longevity, what creates dedication, what creates that success and whatever that you're in, whatever you're building career wise or other. So mm -hmm. I love like so many, like I said, so many points. Um, you said something as well that made me think of this like two feet in energy, like all the tabs open, not mm -hmm. having like plan B, C, D, E, and, and like setting yourself up to fail and not like assuming that you're going to not make it work and you have these other options ready to jump into, but instead acting as though there's an undeniable possibility or there's an undeniable reality that you will achieve that vision that you have oh so good i love all yes. of that thank I know. you as someone with like adhd listen i was definitely that person the serial not finisher back mm -hmm. in the day or sometimes struggle with that now you say yes yeah. to everything you try to get involved in anything yep. oh i can take one more course read one more book you should see how many oh books god. are next to my desk. yes oh my god <laughs> you're like megan calm down you know this is why we get along we're both adhd like, i know like, yeah you <laughs> want to do all the things yes but at the end of the day it's just going to create more overwhelm so kind of like mm. focus on the one thing stay on that path and um yeah just just keep pushing forward even in the toughest days it, it's all worth it it really is mm. if you are truly aligning to your purpose and what you want to be doing. So 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and one other thing that you said that I just want to point out too is you shouldn't pivot when you're in the fire, like when you're just trying to escape. And this is why like the, the pain point marketing is so poor <laughs> and why I think so many people are giving up on the pain point marketing is because if you're marketing, if you're speaking to the disempowered version of someone who's like, oh, I just need like the quickest escape and I'm drowning and help me pull me up from the fire, then that is going to turn into that client who's like, everything's a fire and right. give me the answer. And yeah. instead of speaking to the empowered person who's like, I'm on top of my game, I'm crushing it. And I want to go deeper in this work. I want to like do more to more, you know, I want to feel this good and be like, how good can it get? How much better can this be? And that is, that was like so nice to hear you say about pivoting because mm -hmm. that, that makes so much sense. I haven't heard that like kind of said yeah. about pivoting before. It's usually said from a place of things aren't working. How can I change and, and pivot and move? Mm -hmm. So good. So I want to also pick your brain on hiring people because I know this is really your zone of genius as well of really when someone is looking, whether a solopreneur or whether you own a, a, you know, a company or whatever, you have any, anything that you're looking to hire people with, it's so important to hire good people. And I'd love to hear you just speak on what that really can mean for your business. And then maybe we can kind of discuss how to find good people that will really work well for you in the, in the long run and not be like a band-aid solution. Yeah. Well, Talent is everything. Um, I say often to my clients in the luxury space or startup brands that work with me, okay, Megan, like we want to do X, Y, and Z. We want to meet all those goals. You know, we want to do this. Great. Like you can say that you want to do all these things, but if you don't have those right people backing you up, it's never going to get done. Mm. So the best way that you can really, I would say, start to attract top talent is to also kind of define like who, who is that person? Like, what do they look like in your business or in your brand? Um, do you have a brand mission statement, culture, values? Everybody is just a little different <laughs> these days. Everyone has different statements. I mean, some businesses I work with are like fast moving, high flying solopreneurs that need fast moving people <laughs> that can yeah. be agile and flexible. Um, some people are more strategic and more execution focused, and that's a whole different crop. So it's, I think it's really defining, okay, who who are we as a company in terms of like culture, mission, vision, and then also sort of getting clear on, on who that employee profile looks like and, and really starting there because the consistency of hiring those people that really are going to fit within the culture is just, it's so important, you know, culture fit, culture add, you know, however you want to kind of frame it is how people stay and, and people work for people certainly these days. So I think that the biggest mistake someone does make is that band-aid hire. <laughs> you know, that's someone that you're interviewing where you're like, hmm, maybe they're a little left of center, but we'll give them a shot. And, and absolutely, sometimes there are great people that aren't going to always check the boxes mm -hmm. in your job description that you're looking for, but you meet somebody in person or you have a zoom interview and you're like, Whoa, this person is super excited to like work with us. They've done their homework. They've researched the brand. A lot of questions that come up, you know, in the interview process, like why work here? 
why, why would you be interested in working here? And I think that's a powerful statement to listen to of someone giving you feedback of, you know, oh, I'm just looking to collect a paycheck or <laughs> so-and-so, you know, I saw you're doing really incredible things. Like I heard you on this podcast. Like I feel like I align with, you know, your mission and goals or your story and uh, you can really kind of flesh that out. But I would say there are, there's so much hiring going on. You know, I think these incredible businesses that are really taking off um, businesses like yours. And um, I have a friend too, that has a supplement business that's brought on like COOs and like marketing people now, but to their core, you know, if you look at some of those people that they've brought on, everybody is, um, you know, has a kind of a same vibe. And I think that's important and where to start. It's like really kind of checking what that employee looks like for you and, and what that mission and statement is and what do you want to achieve. And by bringing those right people in, you absolutely can, but it, it takes time. It's not an easy process. No, no. And what would you say is the number one thing that will attract good quality people. Like I, I see some businesses think like, I'm offering the highest pay out mm-hmm. of this you know, industry and I'm still not getting people that are bought in and in it for the long haul and really quality, good candidates. So yeah. as far as like pay, benefits, uh, culture, is there one thing that sticks out to you that a company or a brand or a solopreneur can do to make their position, like their, whatever they're hiring for really appealing and find like the best candidate for that? Or do you have any advice for someone in that position? I mean, I think it's, I think it really comes down to like, I was just saying culture. Listen, I've worked for corporate luxury groups that will go unnamed that will (laughs) have the biggest salaries connected to some of these jobs. You get in, you're working with the devil wears Prada. Yeah. So is that paycheck worth your piece? Mm. (laughs) And 17 hour days and your phone ringing off the hook and so on and so forth. So, but maybe there are people that love to work like that and it's great. And, you know, you can, you can make all the money and and align with the right company. I think that it's understanding who the people are that you're working with, seeing um, what the company organization has looked like. I mean, is it new? Are there new people coming on board? Like, is everybody, you know, kind of newly established in the business? And that's kind of fun because you're then working around a bunch of people that are all on the same page and not coming into a company where someone's been in a job for 15 years and maybe like kind of ready to leave and not, Mm. not making best experience and so on and so forth. Um, so I really say culture is something that's important and then also benefits and flexibility. Mm. I have seen many times people being flexible with, okay, maybe the salary isn't necessarily like where I want it to be right now, but I'm going to get a six month review evaluation. I have flexible work from home, hybrid opportunity. My benefits start from day one, mm-hmm. which if you're in a corporate company, typically the old school way of benefits is like 90 days. And you're like, I'm not paying Cobra for two months. Like that is, yeah. will bankrupt me and myself <laughs> in general. <laughs> so, you know, it's just really, um, it, yeah, benefits, perks, commuter, hybrid, um, wellness packages and programs. I've seen a lot of companies come to the table saying like, you know, in this, we have professional development. We'll pay for your gym membership. Um, you know, just things where you have the work that you're going to be doing that's meaningful, but also like other benefits and perks that come into it. But bottom line, no matter what anybody pays you or gives you, if it's not the people that you want to be working around, or you go into an interview and you're like, Ooh, the vibes are off. I would really caution you to 
check all of those gut feelings. And if it doesn't feel right and you're not lit up and saying hundred percent, hell yes, I want to take this job. Um, don't do it. You know, there's always something else around the corner. So don't, don't bandaid yourself also, just because you feel like I need a job or I need to do this. I mean, listen, a lot of people were in that over the past couple of years and I get it. You have to work, you have to work, but I think you can make meaningful moves, still get hired, but I would really go deep on the culture. And I think that is everything and the people. So So really on both ends, whether you're searching for a job or you're hiring for a job of any scale, it really comes back to the culture, your company values and finding alignment more Mm -hmm. than anything. Yeah. Why, why work here? You know, as a business owner, right. As you can't like, why, why, why should somebody work with you at Be Well Events? (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, or like, yeah, or like a restaurant or whatever. It's like, why, why work here? And I think that that's what you think going into every interview where there has to be a little bit of selling on both sides, selling yourself as a candidate, but also I think brand responsibility of selling yourself as an entity, a corporation, a business, whatever it is, like, this is what people love, why they love working here. This is why I love working here. That's pretty powerful. So good. I love that. Thank you so much. So there's one last question that I love to ask anyone that comes on the podcast where this is the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. What does it mean to you or look like in your life to be a wealthy and well woman? Yeah, that I think like health is wealth. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Oh my gosh, to me, I, I would say, oh, and I think maybe this comes from my time working in luxury mm-hmm. and listen, we all deserve nice things. Okay. Um, go buy that dang handbag, go drink the best bottle of wine, sign up for cats to Tulum, you know, of yeah. yoga and like, get out there and like, put yourself in the most luxurious places, but also know stuff is not going to make you happy. Money is not going to make you happy going deep within yourself of, you know, really, uh, I think you just have to feel good to do good. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, wealth is waking up every day you know, saying like, thank you God for this day, you know, thank you for the blessings, even in like the crappiest moments, like there's just, there's so much going on in the world, living a life in gratitude and not about what's next. What can I get? What can I buy? What can I do to like fill this void? Listen, retail therapy is real. Yeah, It's real. If you're having a day, go buy, go to Sephora, you know, go get something, go get a luxurious bath bomb, whatever you need, you know, retail therapy is real, but, um, it can't life. And I've seen some of the most wealthy of people have the most miserable lives. Mm. I'm good. You know, um, relationships, Mm -hmm. I think health relationships, who you surround yourself with, um, and how they make you feel, I think truly embodies wealth which leads to wellness. Yeah. Yes. I love that <laughs> response. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. And it it's took like, me a long time to really yeah. like go deep on that because I was somebody that was that chaser, the, the paper chaser. Yeah. Is that like a deep thing? <laughs> and I love that you broke down wealth being that because I mm-hmm. think very similarly, like, and even in this podcast, the wealthy and well woman, like wealthy is really like building wealth from the, the inside out is what I like to say a lot is like what my focus is with myself, with clients is like building wealth from the inside out. And so yeah. I love that you broke that down is like, that is 
what wealth means too, more so than like, hey, I made a million dollars this year and I'm going to go, you know, blow it on all of these things and, you know, like. Which is awesome. Talk about it. Yeah, which is also awesome. Like we love that. We want that. But it's not the bigger definition of wealth. Right. Watch, watch Selling Sunset, people. I'm just I, <laughs> I haven't actually watched that, but I always am like tempted and I'm like, maybe I'll check it out, but I haven't done it. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. Listen, I low key, those, some of those women are hustlers in the yeah. retail real estate, like amen. But then again, you see all these like fancy clothes and things and, um, you know, just in general, like not even like hating on like sun- selling sunset, but I think it, the stuff in, in all of those intangible things in life are, yeah, it's not going to make you happy. Mm. So you gotta go deep. You gotta feel yes. good about you. Yeah. So good. So where can our listeners find you? What do you have coming up? I know you're headed to Hawaii on a personal note, yes. which is amazing. Yeah, but it's so exciting. Where can people like plug in and learn more about you? Yeah, I mean, kind of my one-stop shop is my website, which really has all the things. Um, so it's meganhool.com. Mm-hmm. And um, there you can find me on Insta. My Insta is all things Megan Hool. So it encompasses a little bit of business personality, vacations, my husband who is zero social media, but I think half of his college friends find me just to have proof of life of Mike. <laughs> he had a ponytail for like all of quarantine. So it was like Mike, oh my Mike's ponytail, where's the ponytail going to show up next? Very uncharacteristic <laughs> of him. So it was, it was hilarious, so uh, but he's rocking his long bob now. And then, you know, pivot with purpose, the podcast where you are on all streaming platforms. So you can find us on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And that's all through our website as well. And Pivot With Purpose podcast on Instagram. And really, I I love engagement. And I love, um, you know, DMs, messages, feel free to sign up for the website newsletter. I don't spam people about a couple of times a month, I'll put out some blog you know, tips and tools for career, life advice, all of that, and really trying to make um, a well-balanced content offering, you know, that's, um, that's kind of what, what I'm all about. So yeah. Amazing. Well, I'll drop all those links in the show notes, of course, as well, but thank you so much for being on today, Megan. It was such a pleasure to have you. Thank you. I'm so appreciative of you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it and I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the Wealthy and Well Woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there and I cannot wait to connect you with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.